Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for being with us today. My God, where do we start? I'll start with myself. I'll start with myself. I'll start with it. I turn on the TV, bad news. I read my uh, magazines, bad news. I talk to friends other than these wonderful three that are joining us today, and I tell them, okay, well, let's let go of this whole pandemic issues. And two seconds later, we're right back to that. And it's just overwhelming. The anxiety, the fear, the worry that comes into this. And I said, you know, is there a remedy to this? Uh, I, I can't fix the pandemic, unfortunately, but can I or must I maintain some kind of mental balance with myself? So I turned to three wonderful individuals who each in their own way bring messages to that. And I wanted them to share their views with the public, but this is not a panel. This is where we're having cafe, or at least I, I think they're having cafe. I don't know, they might be having wine in there. Who knows what they're having. Anyway, well, well, Matt, well, Daniel is in Peru, so a little bit of de de coca. I remember that. Anyway, so I asked them to join us and have a cup of coffee and talk about how can we deal with this. Let me start first with Zulmara. Zulmara is someone who maintains a website called Abrazos, and she does a lot of presentations on that. And I have, we'll be giving out her website as she's talking. Then Gutierrez is in Peru, and he's collecting animals. I think he may start a zoo soon, if he keeps going the way he's going. I have a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, take care of those llamas, man. They may be very valuable. The way I know. Are. Those llamas know. are starting to, uh, yeah, they may cure the world. Who knows? And then we have Manuel Franco, who's always super busy being a community leader here in Los Angeles and beyond but he was gracious enough also to join us as well. So first of all, thank you all three of you for being here. I hope you're all having cafe, coca, tea, whatever you guys are having. You guys are having. Thank you for inviting us. It's been really, really, and it's been really nice. I'm in Vancouver. I am having coffee. Oh. I'm up here oh. with my daughter helping her take care of grandbabies. Oh. So we drove up and we're able to cross the border. So Excellent. we're sheltering at home in Vancouver for a while. Great. All right, guys. Well, well, I wish you up there, Vancouver. I hope everything is well in Vancouver. I haven't heard the news up here. You know, we don't get much about Canada, even though there are neighbors or Mexico, very little. But let me start, you know, the three of you in your own right over the years, and we've done a show with each of you talking about mindfulness. And I want to use the term very vaguely. And again, we're just so open conversation. Um, my most logical question would be, what is mindfulness? But what are the benefits? What, what, what are we striving for? Why do we need mindfulness and what are its benefits? It's open table, guys. Drink your coffee. I'll drink mine and listen. I want to know why you're in Greece. <laughs> <laughs> That's mindfulness. <laughs> That's mindfulness. Exactly. Know where you are. <laughs> <laughs> why did I know... Daniel was going to be the worst one of them all. Why did I know that? Because I got it to work. You're the first show I ever had with green screen on the background. And it just you could have at least be picked a, a couple guys shirt. with their heads on. You could have picked somebody with their heads on. That would have been more mindful. <laughs> 
I'm but never going to hear the end of this is, one. Right? I'm never going to hear the end of this thing. Oh my God. <laughs> Why? Oh my Why God. did I do it? Uh, because I love pain. Yeah, go for it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll start. I think mindfulness, um, most importantly, is important today to keep ourselves grounded in the truth. It's very difficult to find truth when you're crucifying yourself with the regrets of yesterday and the fears of tomorrow. The truth is that we don't know. Uh, government doesn't know. I mean, only God above knows what's going to happen next because we, we really don't. And the panic I think that I've seen around the world has been because of people's inability to stay present in the moment and recognize that that's the only moment they have that's actually the most powerful. If you believe in God, the universe, whatever it is that you believe in, the being present in the moment and being mindful in the moment is the only way really to connect with that source. It's the only way to find the answers that you're looking for. Uh, and for me, when I stay present, I'm able to listen, to listen for the answers of the questions I'm asking the universe in the first place. If I'm so caught up in what might happen, uh, which is really where people are, I don't think people remember the past anymore. I think they're really concerned about what's going to happen tomorrow. Right. And truth is, if we look around and, and maybe some of us have been afflicted by it, um, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. I'm not even guaranteed that I won't walk out here and some llama will kick me in the head. I mean, <laughs> you know, true. so I mean, that's that's, you know, for me, being out here in Peru, uh, these last uh, 60 days under martial law, uh, it's a little different than the U.S. because we really have to go through checkpoints to walk to town uh, under military lockdown and also national police. And, and if I don't stay focused in the now, uh, I, I tend to let my, you know, the monkey mind take over and then, and then I don't have any control at all. So I think mindfulness in today's world uh, could, let me say this, it's not a fad. It's not a phase. It's a way of life. And I know that the people that, I ha that are here joining me today do this almost habitually because that's how we stay centered in the moment to be able to serve those that follow our work. I want, and I want to add, you know, this whole notion of control. And I was talking to Armando earlier. I have a, um, a collection of poetry uh, entitled Control is an Illusion. And this idea that we have that we can control outcomes, we can control tomorrow, we can control yesterday, that we have some sort of control. And people who are constantly looking for control find themselves always at odds, right? So you read your Facebook feed, people are upset that people are wearing masks and they're upset that people don't wear masks. They're upset that people are protesting. They're upset that people aren't protesting. And I'm like, you know, take a deep breath, again, the breathing, and go inside and figure out what's right for you. And then you do that and realize that control is an illusion and you have to let go and let God or let the universe or let spirit or let source guide you. And then you find that you're not doing the monkey mind and you're not doing the following the latest fad or getting your ire up with everybody who is thinking or talking or being a little bit different than you are. You just wish them well, send them some love and realize this is their journey and it is okay that it's not the same as mine. Yeah. I and I guess you notice the, the tension 
from some people that I happen to be in a picture of Greece with no heads on there. So all of a sudden, the anxiety comes up. You really picked the wrong photo for my friends. I'm just telling you. <laughs> all right, all right. Next time I'll speak Machu Picchu. Okay, I got that point. <laughs> but, you know, it's interesting because exactly what we're going through right now, trying to, to be the example and, and realize of staying in, in, in the now uh, and helping others stay in the now, that's a challenge. And uh, it's, it's a fun challenge in dealing with so many people. And, and even, you know, I'm doing it all from home, okay? I went ahead and decided, you know, we're going to stick it out. We'll, to, you know, my wife and I will take our walks. We're working from home. And we're still trying to reach out, uh, having Zoom meetings of all types, and uh, being present as to what's existing and what we can do now. And I've been really surprised to see how people react and then come in and fall into it and follow through. So that's also exciting. Mm. I got a question for you guys. You guys uh, both, two of you use the term monkey mind. I mean, I get a mental picture, but I'm not sure what it exactly that means. Can somebody explain to me what that means? You know, to me, the monkey mind is the mind that's, when you watch monkeys, they're just darting all over the place and they're not focused. So monkeys will go from here to there, especially if you watch them in the wild, like if you're watching a nature show and you'll see monkeys just darting from here to there. And your monkey mind is the mind that just keeps darting back and forth. People will often talk about it when they are trying to meditate, that they can't calm their mind or they have this monkey mind. And when you try to quiet your mind, your mind just keeps going from one thought to another with no, with no pattern and no... Um, focus just going here there and everywhere leading you down a rabbit hole sometimes like Daniel said you can get just so caught up in other people's stuff um, political stuff that you just go down a rabbit hole and you forget to be present for yourself you guys keep talking and all three of you are consistent in this area you keep talking about in the now n-o-w ahorita in the now why is that so important? It's the only place that we have true power. Exactly. It's the only place that we have true power. Uh, it, living in the moment um, is being able to listen to the answers, as I said, or the requests that we have of the universe. You know, I wrote in, in my first book, it's not whether God speaks to me or not, it's whether I can hear him or her through the chatter of my own mind. <laughs> exactly. There's a monkey again. Yeah. Through the chatter of oh, my own mind. So I'm, get another, I'm getting another mental image of this. So there's all this yakety, yakety talking and noise and all that. And if I'm paying attention to all of it, pretty soon I forget who I am. Yeah. It's interesting what I've gone through. And I've got to admit, you know, it's taken me a while to get to that point of being able to sit down and listen and be in the now because you're all constantly trying to solve everything that's going around you instead of trying to understand and accept it and move along with it and change as, as the need arises at the now, not tomorrow, not yesterday. Although it is important to realize the existence of what happened yesterday and be cognizant that there is a tomorrow, but the only control the only, not even control, but the only time you can deal with it is in the now. 
Well, and to add to that, it, it's also experiencing life yeah. in the now, you know, because um, uh, we can get so focused. I mean, it's kind of like I've always said to people when I'm speaking, how many of you have worked all day, worked hard, and you finally leave the office, you get home, and you turn off the car, and then you consciously realize you're home. You don't even remember driving. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about drinking alcohol. No. <laughs> I'm talking. I just, or, it, or, it, or coca leaf ta, uh, tea or coca in Peru. Leaf tea, yeah. Whatever. But people check out. And that's, what's, that's what happens is they're so busy trying to solve the problems that Emmanuel was talking about that they completely are not present. So that means if the subconscious mind recognizes its way to get home, that's a pretty scary thought mm -hmm. that you're getting all the way home and actually turning the car off and going, who drove? I'm home. I'm yep. home. We've right? all gone through that, right? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. And the scary things is that sometimes we continue to do it. Yes. <laughs> In spite <laughs> of knowing about yeah. it. And you have to pull yourself back and, and, you know, remind yourself where you are. What we're trying... What I'm hearing is we're trying to put an energy together here, the, the now, the self, putting the one's place where one is at that given time. What happens if one doesn't do that? Well, then you have a lot of people who feel um, overwhelmed and the anxiety takes over. So what I'm seeing with people who are having a hard time being present and being in the now, finding having a hard time connecting with their tribe is they're getting angry and they're getting anxious. They get anxious about tomorrow. They get angry about the next day. They, um, they, they will crack me up because they'll do things like I have to get off of Facebook. And then like five minutes later, they're back on and say, but I can't get off. And it's like, you know, take a deep breath, walk away, go outside, get your feet in the sand, touch the dirt, do something, right? But what you're finding is people are just having a really hard time getting focused, getting centered and relaxing. So they're constantly doing these crazy things like, I won't be on Facebook for another two weeks. And then you see them in five minutes and they're like, but I can't stay away. And you're just like, you know, or... Or, or, or they'll jump from Facebook to Instagram and come back and say, well, that didn't help me. Like, stop it. Take a deep breath. You know? I think I'm going to go to Twitter now. It's like, why are you doing that? You know? so, Always to trying to find it. something else to take care of you instead of you yeah. yourself taking care of yourself. Exactly. Yes. And that's, and that's the big opportunity, I think, you know, in talking about the self and the now. You know, and I know we've all heard this on social media. It was like the universe, God, the nature, Pachimama, Mother Earth, put us all in a timeout and sent it to our room. The problem with that is that most people can't handle being in their room. They can't handle looking at themselves in the mirror because they've never been, they've never had to do that. We've li we live in a society. Well, I live in Peru now, but when I lived in Los Angeles, I was flying back and forth to New York. And I mean, I didn't know what slowing down was about. It was really, really hard. And, and now we're being forced to actually sit with our families, sit with ourselves, sit with our animals. And I think people are having a hard time with that because they're just not used to it. And I said the other day, and I'm, uh, I've been doing these kind of daily transmissions from here on social media. And, and 
I was thinking about someone I had called and uh, they were so busy. Now I'm talking about we're in quarantine now, right? They were so busy <laughs> that, that I had to say to them, I said, I, I hope you don't take an offense to this, but I, I'm offended that, that I'm calling you to ask you to have a call and you're telling me in a quarantine that your schedule is absolutely booked. I said, so let me give you some advice. He says, what? If your calendar continues to be that way during quarantine, you have missed the entire point of the opportunity that we have as human beings to stop and slow down and to actually do the things that matter. You know, that's why mindfulness is so important. Mindfulness is just being centered on what you're doing at the moment. Being present in the moment, in the now, as, we, as, as everybody has said, and doing what it takes to be focused on doing this interview right now and not looking out here at my beautiful landscape, right? And, or, or being centered right here and not thinking about when's Machu Picchu going to open. You know, it's just, I don't know if you guys have seen the cartoon where the, the, the guy is walking with the dog. And, and the, the dog has a little thought bubble and there's nothing in it. And the human has fishing and driving a car and all this stuff going on. We need to be like the dog and actually erase what's there. And, and I know how difficult that is for people to, to say, well, how do you do that? And, and, and how long do I have to do it? You know, I mean, people I think would be stressed out to get 30, 30 seconds of mindfulness in, but that can lead to a pattern and a habit. You know, uh, the discussion here helped me to come up with a term and I wrote it down and I want to share it with you. Um, never thought of it this way, but if I can share it with you, uh, there is an addiction to distraction. Yeah. We're addicted yes. to it. We, we get our thrills by being distracted. I, yeah. I, yes. This is a new concept for me, but I'm thinking that there is something here, but people will say, okay, Stop being distracted. I can't. I don't know how. Turn off the TV. <laughs> Turn off the TV. Yes. You know, unfortunately. Get off of social media. Don't jump from one social media platform to another and just go and keep going because you, you like it. But, uh, and people get an adrenaline rush by mm -hmm. getting themselves into that state of anxiousness and then they get addicted to the adrenaline and they mm -hmm. don't know how to step away from it. Like they'll say, I can't stop myself. And you're working with people and you're saying, you need to take a deep breath. You need to go outside. You need to put your phone away. And, but I can't, right? People will sleep with their phones right next yeah. to them. It's crazy. And they're, every time they wake up, they're, you know, on their phone to see what happened next, what happened next. And it's like, that is not a healthy way to be present in the world. It's not a healthy way to live your purpose and it's not a healthy way to serve your highest self. But unfortunately that seems to be their identity. You know, a lot of people sure. in their identity in doing all these things. Otherwise they don't, they can't justify themselves. And that's the other challenge that I see. Yeah, I love that. I, I think you're right. I think, you know, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. And that defines who I am, because in all the things that I do, uh, the only thing that we're really required to do, if I want to use that word, is to be. And that's to be, you know, be present, be present. And that's the, I know that mindfulness is a big buzzword out there. And I like to, 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 um, to hit on that a little bit is, 
again, this is a way of life. This is something that, that's a natural thing that we should be doing on a daily basis. What's the negative side of it? Heart attack, stroke, <laughs> uh, divorce, uh, you name it. There's so many, so many negatives to the anxiety and the stress that a lot of people are feeling. Uh, right now, we're dealing with a pandemic. We're dealing with COVID. Later, we're going to be dealing with PTSD. We're going to be dealing with addictions. We're going to be dealing with the emotional side of this pandemic. And folks, this is the time to start getting mindful. Uh, find something that you can listen to. Find Zumaro, Manual, or something that, that, that you can resonate with. And there is no perfect way, and there is no right way. There's just your way. And if you can get 60 seconds in or a minute in, then God bless you. That You're going to be better off for doing that. And I think it's interesting that you mentioned COVID because people, this is our first pandemic with social media. And the misinformation <laughs> is just crazy out there. And your best defense against COVID is not a vaccine and it's not getting the disease. It's keeping your own immune system healthy. Yes. And mindfulness is the way to do that because you let the anxiety go. The more stressors you give your body to deal with, the less chance you have of surviving the virus, whatever form it takes when it comes to you. So people who are saying, you know, stay home until we get a vaccine, a vaccine, a real vaccine could be four years away. It could never come. <laughs> and it might never come, right? And if this is a mutating virus like dengue fever, that means you never have a vaccine for it and you don't have immunity for it either. You can get dengue fever over and over again and it's a virus. So what's your best defense? is your own immune system and how do you boost that by being mindful by being present by taking care of self by going inside by not letting the anxiety get to you and understanding how you take a deep breath and you calm yourself down so that you don't have all of that cortisol flowing through your body on a regular basis wrecking havoc on your own immune system and then not having a fighting chance you know, I, I said the other day uh, when we did the uh, interview in Spanish, que los pensamientos de este momento es la realidad de mañana. Your thoughts, your thoughts right now is the reality of tomorrow. And, and talking about an immune system, if all you have in your system is fear, doubt, and disbelief, you're going to get sick. You're going to get sick. And, and I mean, you talk about dengue. Dengue, they don't talk about it in Latin America. You don't see the world talking about it, but it kills way more people than COVID. And people get it over and over and over again. And there never has been, a, like you said, a, a, um, a vaccine for it. And we just learn to live with it. So it is about mentally saying, I am well. Mm -hmm. I am well. But it's impossible to do that if you're not present. And then it's just empty words, right? You can't do affirmations if you don't believe in it. You can't do affirmations if you're not present because then they're just words and they don't mean anything to you. No. Affirmations only work when you're present and you are tuned in to your inner being and tuned into your inner self so that it actually makes a difference to what you're telling yourself and how you're showing up for yourself. Okay. This is what I'm envisioning as I'm listening. I'm in a room that's already comfortable. And in this imaginary room, the temperature is starting to get hotter and hotter for whatever, the sun, the light, whatever. 
it's getting past body temperature and the temperature shifts keeps going higher and I'm starting to feel the heat. And now what I do is I start jumping around, bouncing myself around, doing all these exercises. And now I'm raising my heat as the room is getting hotter. And instead of saying, wait a minute, it's hot in here. I need to do something else. I'm actually finding ways to make it hotter and hotter until I cook myself into death. Forgive me for that, you know, mental picture in my mind, but is this sort of fits what you guys are talking about? We talk about mindfulness that the world is getting hotter, at least it seems that way. And I'm just making things worse by rushing myself everywhere. Uh, the monkey, the monkey mind. I'm just running myself ragged. And after a while, I think, oh, my God, why am I steaming hot? <laughs> I'm doing myself in. That's when you start yeah. complaining that you're not feeling well. Yes. Like many people, I'm sure, as soon as they get a little scratch in their throat, they go, uh -oh. they just go crazy. Right? Oh, I got a scratch. I got the COVID. You know? <laughs> You know, anything, I got a cough, you know, it's like, oh, I got the, the it's exactly like that in that, I mean, it's, it's very true when people, I've seen my grandmother uh, will herself to die. She was just tired of living. She used to say, yeah, I'm, I'm in Spanish, she would say, yeah, I'm tired. Ya me quiero morir. I want to die. She yeah. willed herself to die. We can do that as we can also will ourselves to live. We can live through anything. And that's kind of the, you know, it's kind of the anecdote, as Zamar was saying about, you know, you know, we may never see in our lifetime uh, a, a vaccine for what's going on because of the way this thing mutates. But we got to move on and we need to live and we need to experience life and we need to be in life and we need to be present to life. And we can still have a, a glorious life. And that does not mean you don't take care of yourself. It doesn't mean you don't wear masks where you're supposed to wear masks or where you wear gloves and, and wash your hands and all those things. But, you know, this too shall pass and we'll learn how to live with it. We'll move on. And there'll be a lot of people that will never get on a plane again and good for them because I don't want their negative people here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and we, I mean, this is a, listen, I'll be honest. The, the first two weeks of the, the uh, military lockdown here in Peru, I was miserable. I mean, if you watch any of my videos, I was not, I didn't say a lot of nice things about life, <laughs> you know, and I, I was just being honest. This sucks. You know, I, I, I get this huge property here. I make this investment and the bottom falls out, <laughs> you know, and not only that, but I can't go anywhere. I'm stuck here. And if I go out, the police are going to throw me in jail. And so I was just negative, 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 negative. And then one day I realized, wow, Daniel, you should read your own book, mijo. <laughs> <laughs> And I did. And I did. And oh, I what, a, like, what an insightful guy this is. Yeah, man, this guy's great. I should, I should listen to this. And, and that made me realize, and I, the reason I say this is because we're all human, folks. You can't take away our humanness. We're not, there's going to be days when I'm sad and mad, and it's okay to express that because that's part of being mindful, too, is being honest and authentic with who you are. And, and as a result of that, you know, two weeks later, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there realizing I'm sitting here on in this beautiful property in this beautiful mountain. And, and, and then I decided I was going to start helping the communities above and helping the people of Pisa. And in the end, I realized that I had forgotten because I got and here's why. Because I got caught up in the hype. I got caught up in watching the media. I got caught up in all the stuff that was 
getting this machine going that keeps people scared, you know, and, and as, as a person that teaches mindfulness and writes about mindfulness, <laughs> I just want to say, Hey, it, I, I was no different than anyone else because I wasn't being present. I wasn't being mindful that these, these, uh, newscasts were put me in a position that I, that didn't keep me present. I was into fear, doubt, and disbelief. And when I get there, I lose my power and I lose my ability to be present. And of course, I'm going to be fearful of the future. What did that do? Bring down my immune system. And that's what this, any illness, it's just not just COVID folks. Would you just take a look at what we got out there? There's a lot of stuff out there besides COVID we could catch. So it's yeah. not just that. It's the immune system as a whole. And I've always made it a practice to make sure that whatever I'm putting up in here about an illness, because the older we get, the you know, more susceptible we are, and, yeah. and the more powerful our mind needs to be, right? There's people that are in their 90s that are running marathons. Why? Because they say they can. Exactly. Because they say they can. That's all. It's not because of anything special. They say they can. Right. So. Now, Daniel, I remember when you took your break from Facebook and you came back and your first um, uh, uh, video was, I'm going to live until I die. Yes. Like you came back and you're like, you know what? Forget all this stuff. I'm going to live until I die. And that, and that stuck with me. That whole yeah. notion of, you know what? I'm not dead yet. No. And until I die, I'm going to be living and I'm going to be living my life as fully as I want to be and as present as I need to be. And I don't need to listen to anybody else's stuff and I can take care of me. And I don't have to worry about the next guy, right? I don't have to worry about who's wearing a mask and who's not wearing a mask. I don't no, have to no. worry about who's staying inside and who's not. I'm doing what I need to do for me. I'm going inside. I'm being present. I'm taking care of myself. And then when I go out, I know I'm going to be okay. Yeah, that's that reminded me of that. That, 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 I, that I, was I, a powerful. Very powerful. You made me think of another, another mental image. A uh, person walking down the street, downtown, the city. Oh, my God, I may die from the COVID. Oh, my God, I may die from the COVID. Oh, my God, if this is, and they walk out on the street and get hit by a bus. <laughs> yep. That's exactly what totally we're forgot, about. totally forgot everything yeah. in the moment because yeah. I'm thinking of the future. I don't know. You guys are helping me see all these crazy ideas. But, no, you know, I think that bus example is perfect on how people get so focused on this may, this may, this day, this may, this may happen that they forget that there's a, still a life to be lived. And they're so living in this craziness that they stop living and they stop doing what they need to do in order to live. And I have to admit, this time period has really helped me a lot. Okay. I mean, I've, I've shut down, stopped dealing with a lot of things around me and uh, being in quarantine, whatever you want to call it, has made me think and actually realize who I am and what needs to be done. And like I said, I've been able to accomplish a lot of things. Yes, I'm busy, but it's, um, I'm enjoying it. I really am. I do miss going out and I think I'm going to have to start to, to, to change that a little bit. But uh, it's been an exciting time in realizing what we're going through. And, uh, you know, you start also, I, I've taken the time to go through and a little bit of history of what other pandemics have gone through and what has happened just to be able to to be in the now to be able to be ready and I think one of the biggest things that came across that that keeps you know I keep on repeating when I have my meetings etc cetera, etc cetera, is you know the best way to predict the future 
is by creating it now. Yes. Mm. Those are words of Abraham Lincoln. So those stay very, very deep in me in understanding what I need to keep on doing. I love what you said because I want to, I don't know if you guys have ever thought about this, but there, there's big, everyone always says this, history repeats itself. Mm -hmm. Do you know why it repeats itself? Because we think about it. Right. Because all we do is worry about what happened before and our subconscious mind as a collective whole creates the very thing that we're focused on. So I love what you just said is you want to create a new future, then stay present and, and go forward, right? And I agreed with you, Manuel. You said earlier, you know, we, we need to know what's behind us. We need to know what's behind us. But the, the reason that the, that the windshield is bigger on a car than the rearview mirror is because you want to look back every once in a while, but it's really important to watch where you're going. Exactly. <laughs> very, very good. I love that. I love that. Guys, um, I'm running out of coffee. Unfortunately, we're running out of time. So <laughs> wow. I'm going to let you guys uh, have your closing statements, but I can't thank you enough for first and foremost. And uh, I've been writing all this time notes from you guys. And um, I think what I learned is that it's so easy to forget who I am who I am. Um, thanks to you and the mindfulness has forced me to sit down and says, who am I? What are my goals? Have I done what I wanted to do, et cetera? Because I don't have all these distractions. I'm more isolated now. And that can be a positive thing. An opportunity is, as, as I saw from, from Daniel and uh, focus on the now. And if I don't, um, I'm actually tearing myself apart, trying to do the impossible the uh, the idea of trying to control what is I cannot control. And Manuel always brings me back to the idea of my spirituality. And I thank Manuel for that as well. And all of three of you talk about it in different ways. And so that's sort of a little bit of my overview of what I've gotten. And I've, there's much, much more, but that's what I've got to, to now. So you know, in closing, who wants to go first? Ladies first. Okay. Um, I want to say... I started, when, when this pandemic started, I did 100 tips for self-care because I think people need to be really important about care, taking care of themselves. And recently I've started doing tips for thriving. And I think as we start thinking about our new normal, there is no new normal until we create it. And when you start thinking about how are you going to thrive in the here and now? How are you going to thrive tomorrow? How are you going to thrive five years from now? You get to create that. This is an incredible opportunity. Pachimama put us in a timeout. And now we have an opportunity to create that future and you can thrive. And I've been telling people, get out of the survival mode and start thinking about how are you thriving? And it doesn't have to be, how am I thriving um, in the moment? It can be, how am I going to thrive five years from now? And it can also be, how am I going to thrive today? What am I going to do today to make me feel good? What am I going to do today to pave the way so that in five years I'm where I want to be? Because nothing happens by chance. It happens by design. And you get to create that. And so you think of it as an incredible opportunity. So I want to leave people with this idea of think about how are you going to thrive and get rid of this whole notion of I'm surviving, but how are you going to thrive? You yourself. Wow. I keep You're writing right. and writing and writing and writing. 
following through on exactly what you're saying and being able to be in the moment, you start to realize and you listen to some of the things that are happening in the natural world. In this time period that the whole world has been stopped, the manufacturing side, the industrial side, the man-made side. Mm -hmm. The other side has started to fly back in place. Coral reef is coming back. The Arctic uh, ice cap is coming back. Our ozone is starting to reproduce itself quickly, much quickly than we would ever thought that would be just by literally having this immediate stop that has been done, put on us. So you realize the power of God and how he's actually talking to us, making us understand that we have to slow down, listen, behave, and move forward to make sure that in the future, we can now create that future. So I much, very much go along with what you just said. Thank you. And, you know, I... Thank you, Zamar, for reminding me of that statement because it's such a powerful statement. I want to live until I die. Mm -hmm. um, the second half of that, which I've never shared, is how do I serve you from here? How do I serve you from here? And that can be God, the universe, Pachimama. And for me, it was many things that had to come into, okay, I want to live until I die. And what does that mean for me today? Is how do I serve the community I live in from here? How do I serve Pachimama from here? And one of the greatest lessons that I learned on this property when I went into those four or five days that I wasn't on social media was Pachimama saying to me, when you bought this property, when you came here, you said that you would take care of it, but you haven't put your hands in the soil since you got here. You have people doing all that for you. And she said to me, I want you to take care of me the way you took care of your mother on her dying days. I want you to be part of this land, not on this land. And I began to mow the lawn and, 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 and prune the trees and doing the work here on the property. And so whether it's community or family or friends, how do I serve you from here? And when we shift in the moment and we get present to that, we forget about COVID. We forget about dengue. We forget about AIDS. We forget about blah, 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 we're going on. And I love what you just said, Manuel, is that, that, that the earth is taking a deep breath right now and it's coming back. Mm -hmm. It's coming back. And that should teach us something. And again, that's why I say to people, if you miss the opportunity to look in the mirror during this time where we have that opportunity, you have missed the entire point of our whole quarantine. Yes, and so I'm going to invite you because I just found out yesterday that Machu Picchu opens up on July 1st. <laughs> They're going to open. It's been closed. Come on down. Don't be scared. Like I said, that bus is coming right down the corner if you are. <laughs> <laughs> you can lose your head like the two guys behind Armando. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Easy, easy, easy. <laughs> I knew you were going to take another shot at me on that one. I had to. I had to take one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to. Don't give me that. <laughs> oh, Wow. It's hard to compose everything, but I, I think what I'm getting here is, I think the one sentence I'm going to walk away from today, and it's, uh, gosh, so much. The statement from Zulmara, Maria Zulmara, uh, get out, and Daniel said it, all of you said it, 
get out of a survival mode and get into a leadership mode. Mm -hmm. uh, get into management of your life. Get into you. Take the time to sit down and ask yourself, what are my goals? Have I accomplished them? Where am I in relationship to nature and God? And whatever is missing, this is an opportunity to put it together. Now we have time to think about it. And I, oh my God, if, if we put this idea of parents to children, yes. instead of saying, oh my God, these terrible things are happening, but we're taking the answers, okay, let's look at opportunity for you and for me. Gosh, we can literally change the world. Mm -hmm. yep. Service above self. I love it. That's that beautiful. Wow. I'm, I'm overwhelmed, but I, I can't thank you enough uh, for being here. And, and anyone that listens to this will just pick up on a lot of fantastic ideas. And you're gonna, people are going to have to watch it over and over and over again because there's so much and there's so many levels of it. Ladies and gentlemen, I uh, invite you to write uh, to me. I'll, I'll be posting my email address over this, as well as contacting uh, Sulmara Maria. She puts out a wonderful, wonderful website. And also the abrazos I get every morning, affirmations. And then Daniel Gutierrez, ni se diga, you know, he's always on the social media and he's always posting materials as well. Also, I'll put down his website, daniel at danielgutierrez.com. Uh, Sumara Maria, I'll put down yours. And uh, Manuel Franco, he goes back to work. So we got to send him back. <laughs> the only one that with major responsibilities to other people but no everybody does <laughs> thanks everybody does but anyway thank you very much i don't know how to end the show i'm just so overwhelmed and so grateful and so blessed to know all three of you and uh, i think anyone again our audience should uh listen to what you have to say and teach us all how to come together control our destiny uh and uh, watch out for those buses you get distracted you're going to get hit by a bus <laughs> Adios. Thank you. Gracias. Adios. Thank you, guys. Right. Yeah, gracias. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.